I'm Danny, that witch next door. And you're listening to That Witch Podcast. Welcome to another episode of That Witch Podcast. I'm Danny, and I'm That Witch Next Door. And I'm going to be your host and your guide. And you know what? We're going to change this up a little bit. And while I will always be your host, your guide, your mentor, your instructor in all things magic, witchcraft, astrology, and witchy business, um, I've been really focusing on honing in and finding a streamline of focus uh, in a neurodivergent way. <laughs> Being the, the ADHD or uh, sensory challenged person that I am, um, I will never probably have one true single focus. However, I am really, really, really trying to focus and hone in. And, you know... Right now, and in the spirit of Pisces season and getting in tune with how we feel and just embodying that, right now, I feel like an instructor and mentor of astrology and witchcraft. And I help people use that very helpful, sacred information and practice to align their life, support them through challenge, learn more about themselves, and grow and develop a life based on their soul mission. So as you can tell, we're already going to get deep. Pisces is here. I already, right before I started recording, I was like, hello. Uh, definitely just in the pocket of Pisces right now. <laughs> I had like a thousand goosebumps as soon as I said that. Uh, for those of you that don't already know, uh, my big three, it's been a long time since I set them all in one like this. Um, Scorpio sun, Pisces moon, and Leo rising. And my Pisces moon is in my eighth house. And it makes an exact trine to my Scorpio and Pluto, uh, or sorry, my Pluto and Scorpio in my fourth house. So I have this very, very strong, very strong and open channel between my eighth house and my fourth house. And if you don't already know the areas of life that the eighth house and the fourth house uh, rule over or represent for us, they're both considered to be very shadowy houses because of the areas of life that they span. So the fourth house is at the very, very bottom of the chart, the very deepest part of ourselves and where we come from in this life and beyond. So it is our childhood and how we were raised and the family that we were born into and came from, but it's also the lineage and ancestry of that family that we come from. And depending on how you interpret, view, or understand past lives or other lives, 
um, can be, this can be an area indicative of, of other or past lives as well. Now in the eighth house, this is our house of where we merge all the unions. Uh, we take contrasting concepts and put them together. We are ultimately tested in our capacities. And I believe that this is why the eighth house is also the house of long-term everything, long-term assets, long-term finances, long-term expenditures, long-term ventures in our life. And this is because we really get our capacities tested and therefore learned in the eighth house because we take very, it's, it's the areas of our life where we have to take totally opposing opposite of the end of perspective of the spectrum concepts. And we have to find a way to make those coexist in our brain. That's really ultimately how I see a lot of the eighth house. Now, because of this, this is also why this is the house of sex and intimacy. Because again, we're talking about two completely different forces coming together and unifying. Okay. And so when we think of the merging of all unions, you know, I want you to let that be a really, really broad concept when you think of the eighth house. Well, my moon and Pisces being in this deep and shadowy eighth house, uh, forming this water trine or, or another way of saying that for any beginners is this open and flowing connection of water magic and water energy in my chart that is connected to my Scorpio. In, sorry, God, I said it again. My Pluto in Scorpio. <laughs> It's one of the only placements. I literally always say it backwards. I always say my Scorpio and Pluto, sorry. Um, Pluto is the original ruler of the eighth house. It's not the ruler of my eighth house, um, but it is the original ruler of the eighth house. And so it is an area that it frequents quite often and feels very, very comfortable in. So I do see and receive a lot of Plutonian themes specifically in my eighth house because of this connection to Pluto. Um, and this is all also very much rooted very anchored deeply into, well, my roots, where I come from, because my Pluto is in my fourth house. I am someone that if you have these big, deep, watery placements or watery aspects like this, I, I, would, I would assume, I would bet, that's a better word, I would bet that you relate to this. Um, you know, when we talked about the Pisces card yesterday on, on the Moon Day episode, I felt that so hard, that part in the Numinous book where it said Pisces is that deepest of deep inner knowing. And it took me so long to be able to verbalize that, which makes a lot of sense because Pisces is not Pisces is not a naturally verbal and vocal sign. It's a very somatic sign. It's a feeling sign that operates through the somatics that way, um, the somatic energy channel. And so I, I want you to, number one, I want you to take a moment before we really, really fully channel Pisces for this final, final pep talk. And I want you to put your hand 
over your heart with me. I promise I'm doing it with you right now. And I want you to remind yourself of some things really quickly. It's so important to do this year round, but Pisces season helps us remind you. If you feel uh, called to and it's safe for you to close your eyes, go ahead and do so. That would be very effective right now. You are valid. You're not crazy. You are a person in tune with the spiritual realms, both within and without you. I know firsthand how challenging it can be to navigate these spiritual realms and areas of life in the modern world that we live in. Say what you want to say about ancient societies not knowing any better, but I think that there was a reason why we were so much closer to spirituality long, long, long before it became the goal to just explain everything away. Pisces teaches us that there is not always an explanation. And if there is, very often it can be totally beyond us. And it's still okay. I just wanted to remind you that you are a child of spirit. Those gifts that you feel you have, those signs that you feel you sensed, you did. And you're valid. And it is your divine right to safely explore your spirituality in this life and beyond. And with that, let's channel this energy that is Pisces. That's not already totally and completely channeled. (laughs) When I called this episode the final pep talk, um, well, the opposing Virgo placements in me had a hard time labeling the episode that because I label the pep talk episodes in the same formatting uh, every single time. I'm not sure if you've noticed that before. But, you know, I always put the episode number and then I say, you know, like the, the, what's one? Cancer, the cancer pep talk, how we feel matters. And I always say, this is a pep talk and here's a little tagline. And when I was writing the title for the episode, there was no other tagline. And I knew this. I knew it before I wrote the words down. I'm very blessed and lucky that I've been in a position for a long time now to be able to safely explore my intuition and my spiritual beliefs and my spiritual experiences. And so it's got it's gotten a lot easier for me to let those things flow through. So like I said, when I I knew the title before I even wrote it down, um it takes practice to get there. I want you to remember that that and Pisces very much it just feels so sweet this energy coming through Pisces definitely definitely reminds you that um just because you experience self-doubt and skepticism and cynicism doesn't mean that you're not a mystic and a magical being oh my god I'm almost gonna cry (laughs) it's like such a sweet reminder that I think so many of us in this community 
need. That we think that the moment we experience any kind of self-doubt or questioning or criticism or skepticism, we feel like we, we wronged ourselves. We wronged our spirituality. We did harm to our guides, right? We feel like we were this like traitor, like we betrayed ourselves. Um, you didn't. It's part of the journey, Pisces says. Especially depending on the placement, um, Pisces placements that you have in your chart and where it is in your chart, you very likely are here to learn about Pisces and you don't necessarily feel as, as comfortable with this energy. Now, it's supposed to be this way. Pisces shows us through somatic experience what feels right and feels wrong for us. And that when we allow ourselves that simplest of surrender, we access our highest spiritual potential. We're so wrapped up in thinking that magic and spirituality and, and psychic experiences that they're just huge and above us and, and out there. And it's in us and it's within us and around us and touching us and there all the time. It's in the most simple. Pisces being on that axis with Virgo effectively teaches us magic in the mundane. Just because you're a human here on earth, learning through this journey in this form, it doesn't mean that you're away from your magic at any time. It's always there. It never abandons you. I want you to remember that your intuition, your spirit team, your soul journey, they're not human. They don't have human judgments and human feelings that get hurt and vengeful. It doesn't work that way. That is a part of this realm. That is a very, very prominent and familiar part of this realm. Pisces wants you to know that you can trust that when you step away from your spirituality or you question or you experience the doubt or the lack in faith, it's actually a part of the entire process itself. This is where this divine, divine compassion comes in. Because we're faced so, so often with external factors and external voices saying you're wrong you're wrong you're broken it isn't that way it doesn't exist it's in your head that's your imagination welcome to reality welcome to the real world these are all very very frequent statements that we are greeted with, that are shouted at us, screamed at us, thrown at us without asking, so very oftentimes without doing anything in the first place, but existing in our spirituality. Even they, even those external voices, they are on their own Piscean and spiritual journey as well. It is part 
of the spiritual actualization. It is important that every being fully rejects it at one point or another, or maybe even multiple, because that somatic transcendence, that full-bodied stepping into your beliefs, trust, universal surrender, that's the only way that it happens, is when we were away from it. We pushed it away. We questioned it. So throughout this Pisces season, I want you to be forgiving of yourself and forgiving of others, especially when it comes to doubt. I can hear Pisces saying so strongly, it's part of the process, it's part of the process, it's part of the process. It's not about converting anybody. It's not about making anyone see any one particular way. It's about that universal compassion and just understanding, surrendering to it and saying, I see you and I know you are on your own journey. And I walk away with universal love in my heart. That's how we we stay open to the beautiful, magical love of Pisces while maintaining our very, very necessary human and earth boundaries here. Breathe, feel, connect. It's that simple. It really, really can be that simple. This is the final pep talk, and the pep talks are also infinite. Pisces is the end of the zodiac wheel cycle, which therefore indicates we are about to begin anew. And so even though this might be the last pep talk style episode that we do here on the podcast, these signs, these energies that I come in on these pep talk episodes and I just organically channel these pure messages for you from from their energy, you have access to them all the time. Not just literally in your app if you want to go back and re-listen to them, but within you. Open up to Pisces and ask, what are you teaching me? What are you showing me? What is my Piscean experience during this Pisces cycle? And doing that for any solar season, any planetary cycle, any lunar cycle that you're following. And there you will find your connection to the cosmos, your connection to the divine. And the fact that the roadmap was within you all along. It probably just doesn't look at all like you thought that it did. And that's okay. 
Pisces reminds you that expectations don't matter. That full-bodied, deeper than soul of soul knowing within yourself, that's enough. It's enough. I really, really want to keep this simple and effective because that's what Pisces does. And I want this to hopefully leave you in a place of contemplation. It's okay if you don't feel like this episode gave you the answers because I'm not supposed to give them to you. You have them. All you got to do is ask and listen. Breathe, connect, listen. Breathe, connect, listen. I'm sending you all the magic of Pisces season, all the wonderment, the imagination, the exploring energy that is this season. Don't forget to look at where Pisces is currently in your chart and what area of life it's activating for you right now or any placements it's activating for you right now. And don't hesitate to come back to these words and come back to this message of what I hope is some very eternal spiritual validation for you. Thank you so much, so much for your time today and every day, my friend. I'm with you side by side in spirit through this season and beyond. I can't wait to see all of you next week. I hope you have an absolutely wonderful rest of your week and start to this new Pisces season. Please stay safe. I hope you get to have some fun and stay magical. for listening if you enjoyed that witch podcast today i would be super super grateful if you would take a moment to head over to apple or spotify and leave a rating and review it really helps to support the show or if you just have a friend that you think would enjoy what we're doing what we're talking about here you can just share the show with them as well now if you yourself like what you're doing here and you want to get more into the magic of the neighborhood, I highly recommend checking out my monthly membership, That Witch School. It's kind of like a witchier, more interactive uh, style of Patreon subscription where you can enroll at a tier level that fits your lifestyle and budget. You can get instant access to all of the bonus content that we've already done, as well as all of the future amazing to come bonus content that we'll be doing in the future together. There's exercises for strengthening your intuition. There are loads of resources for studying astrology and learning your birth chart. We've got guest workshops, bonus episodes, exclusive discounts, and so much more. My full-time students also get exclusive 
exclusive access to Mighty Networks, our private online community platform, which is basically like a way better and way more magical social media platform with a bunch of really cool people like you that just want to learn from and support one another on this witchy spiritual journey. If this sounds like something that you would really enjoy, head over to that witchnextdoor.com slash enroll and explore the tier level of that witch school that would fit you today. Now, if you have any questions after the episode today, any inquiries, show suggestions, anything you'd like to share with me, you can head over to that witchnextdoor.com slash conjure that witch. Remember, I'm just always right next door. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next episode.